0: Welcome to Policy Today, thoughtful discussion of current issues vital to the future prosperity of Washington State, produced by the Washington Research Council. My name is Lou Moore. I'm with the Washington Research Council, and it is my privilege to have with me today Representative Norma Smith from uh, the Clinton-Langley-South Whidbey Island area of Washington State, representing the 10th District, which is a vast A piece of real estate, isn't it, Representative Smith? Uh, It
1: is. It includes all of Whidbey, all of Camano Islands, Southwest Gadget, Northwest Snohomish, the most beautiful district in the state.
0: Uh Aha, it is a very nice place indeed. Uh, And uh, Representative Smith is kind enough to be with me here today to talk about an issue of great importance to folks in Washington State that are concerned about jobs, that are concerned about more effective government and that is regulatory reform. And and that's a that's a phrase that uh, a lot of people hear it and they immediately want to turn the channel or take a nap or it, it doesn't immediately evoke a lot of emotion. But uh, tell me why it's important that we look at regulatory reform.
1: You know, Lou, uh, that's, I, that's so true. People's eyes glaze over when you use the term. But in reality, the regulatory climate in which our job creators are um, doing the work of employing people is critical to being able to uh, use investments wisely, use resources wisely, have certainty as they plan for the future. And one of the reasons that, one of the primary reasons I got involved was the issue that at the heart and in the crosshairs of the most difficult situations in regulatory climate, is the production sector of our economy, where we build and grow and create the products and commodities that fuel the the, uh, economy. And that is where you have the best opportunities, the best wages for the 60% of Washingtonians who don't have a four-year or advanced degree. And so when you don't focus on the production sector of the economy, uh, you put the middle class at risk, and people are concerned about income inequality, about the growing gap. This is why this issue is so important, because we need a robust um, middle-class economy that offers people hope and opportunity. Sure.
0: And I would add, uh, having been a little bit involved in this issue myself over the years, that folks that, that are concerned about protecting the environment or concerned about public health or these type of issues, the folks that want to have these regulations in place, want them to be effective, and there, if, there, if there's a lot of contradictions going on or in, uh, unpredictable situations created from these regulations, they often don't meet their goals.
1: That's absolutely true. In my eight years as a legislate, as a legislature, as a legislator, I've never had someone come in and say, "Get rid of a public policy that." that protects the environment or protects public safety. But what we need to do is when you have conflicting opinions on how to reach agreement on what that looks like, that's where you get stalled. And we're leading the world in Washington State in demonstrating to the world that you can have a robust, advanced manufacturing sector, an advanced production sector of the economy, and a world-class environment. We will continue to do so, we will continue to improve, but the issue is helping reach the decision and having certainty so that people can plan and use their dollars most wisely uh, to invest in next-generation jobs rather than in attorneys trying to sort out the, the duplicative uh, rules that are uncertain.
0: Sure, and uh, I, I mean, it just needs to be very much clarified that this is not code for getting rid of regulations, streamlining the regulations or making them more effective. It is literally just to make that system work better and to make those of us that have to be in that system be able to prosper and predictably.
1: And to be able to plan because you can't, you can't move forward with your businesses if you can't plan properly.
0: So, um, what are some of the problems that, that uh, came to your attention that, that has caused the need to, to have this focus on uh, reforming regulations?
1: Well, when I first arrived at the legislature, we had lost a series of aerospace sightings. And with that, we lost the opportunity for thousands of new, exciting production sector jobs in the economy. And in in all of the reports, we saw that our regulatory climate was a key issue. And we were known for that nationally. Uh, We scored poorly. The state auditor has done a lot of work in this area, so it's certainly not a partisan issue. Uh, Both Democrats and Republicans alike have seen it as a core fundamental problem. Our former Economic um, Development uh, commission. Called it out as an issue as well, because it is—it's such a stumbling block to being able to plan. So the issue of agency coordination, uh, when you have a farmer in a ditch and he's got four agencies uh, trying to make the decision about whether or not he can clear that ditch in order to irrigate next, you know, his his crops, that's a problem. He wants to know, he wants to do the right thing. Someone has to be able to make an efficient and final decision for him so that he can move forward. Agency coordination, getting information to people in a timely basis, providing adequate information, providing uh, reasonable and predictable turnarounds when you create it, when you uh, put a permit uh, into an agency, what kind of turnaround process you're gonna have. All of those things matter.
0: Sure, and uh, so, so there's been this need perceived for some time, as you, as you said, and uh, the uh, auditor has stepped into this situation going back as far at least as 2011, and the Research Council did a special report focused primarily on uh, various performance audits that have been done in this area, and their most recent finding in 2015 is that Washington does not take a strategic approach to multi-agency Uh, coordination so that's
1: uh, and that is not a surprise Uh, they we have talked I've spent a lot of time with the auditors uh, team on this on this particular issue, they've done an outstanding job. Uh, their reports early on allowed us to um, begin moving legislation in a bipartisan way. The four bills out of their 2012 report um, one of that uh, one of them was specifically targeting this issue of uh, of the duplicity around multiple agencies, and out of that came the pilot project to take a look at that and see if we can improve that. And I'm really grateful for their for their support in this area.
0: Sure. Well, let's talk about uh, uh, the legislation that has resulted from these audits, and in every instance, uh, you have been a catalyzer, bringing people together to look at these various issues. So let's uh kind of run through some of the legislation that has passed and I might add I believe every one of these items uh, ended up passing unanimously and getting the governor's signature. So we're not talking about uh, again a, a highly charged partisan environment or a lot of controversy here. It's uh there's 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 great unanimity, but there there hadn't been leadership into the last few years to make these things happen. But can you go through some of these bills?
1: You bet. we began with in the very beginning with some very small bills that at least help small business with the uh the climate of uh, uh, paper violations and giving them some space to get their stuff right and from that uh, began working with the auditor's office uh, creating the one uh, a real focus on a one-stop portal again where's the information at how do I access it how do i know what i need to do that work continues the funding is an ongoing issue with that as you know uh IT in uh, the world of our agencies is somewhat antiquated even though quite a bit of money has been spent along the way and so that was one of the bills that we did focusing the agencies on on moving towards that initial one-stop portal for businesses in Washington state okay so,
0: so uh, let's talk about that just for a second so so i'm new I, i've decided i'm new in the business world i've just i have a great idea i want to move forward with it uh, I've heard that there might be a few pure permits required for me to move forward with it. So I might not have a clue how to uh, be compliant with the various regulations in the field I've entered. So this, this portal would be uh, one place that I could go on the web and get that needed information. Is that what we're talking about?
1: Right. And that is uh, something into the future. Uh, funding has been a struggle. But the bill says get there and make it happen. And we've been working with the the Washington State's CIO who is committed to doing that. So we have got a number of other bills help build us towards that. It was incredible that we even had to do one of the bills which was the bill regarding of the business licensing service because fortunately because of the auditor we found out that even though we had an entire agency dedicated to helping you the business know what licenses were out there we found out only 16 one, six, 16% of of Washington state's licenses were on the BLS licensing uh, uh, website and only two of the most 10 requested. So we actually had to run a bill that told the agencies to do that. Extraordinary, but nevertheless, that was accomplished. The bill this year, again, uh, on the way to that one-stop portal, probably one of the most significant steps was to insist all of the agencies uh, load their permits on their websites, as well as what a good completed permit looks like and where to go to get help. And in addition to that, in 2015, date stamp every permit coming in so that we can begin. To- creating some metrics around their performance. When did it come in? When did the customer, the business, um, get a yay or nay that it was ready for processing? And when did they get an answer? In 2016, those metrics are going to have to go up online for public scrutiny. And during that time, the agencies are also required to be creating performance metrics on how to improve that timeliness. So a number of the bills that we've passed help move us towards that one-stop portal that will help businesses find information uh, more efficiently, effectively, and the help they need to succeed in uh, processing their applications.
0: Sure. And uh, uh, when we talk about predictability, uh, time is money, and certainly how long we think it might take uh, for a permit to pass is important. But the other issue is is having some certainty that we will be permitted.
1: Exactly. So, So there
0: has to be clarity in both of those areas to some degree. For business people to to, uh, find investment and to uh, form capital and to create jobs.
1: And that is where the issue of agency coordination is so critical. Because over and over and over again in the community as I visited with manufacturers across the state, you hear this issue. They will have a green light from one agency and then run into a red light on the same issue from another And that simply is not, uh, A, it's not customer service focused. We need to have a single decision maker. We need to have a lead on multiple and and difficult or or more complex um, permitting processes And we need to be able to ensure that if someone is doing something properly and following the rules that we've established in this state, that they are given a green light after they have done the appropriate steps the state has laid out for them. Other states have done that. You're a business. You come to the state. They give you a checklist. You finish this checklist and do it properly, and you can be assured that that permit's going to be waiting for you at the other end. We have a long way to go. But we're on the right track now, I believe, to be able to say to our businesses, we're going to continue to improve this climate.
0: Sure. And uh, I'm looking uh, here now at, at uh, one of the bills that uh, that you sponsored that it passed out of the House and is now law, HB 1818, requires the Department of Commerce to, quote, conduct multi-jurisdictional regulatory streamlining projects, that each impact a specific industry sector. So I'm getting the idea from that is that uh, there's a that uh, would be a new approach where we're looking at sectors of industries as a whole rather than the component parts of all the various regulations that different agencies are responsible for. Now, do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yes, this was a pilot project. It's very exciting. What it did was to say, okay, it's not enough just to look at the state agencies. Because if you have conflicting state uh, rules with with federal rules, with local jurisdictional rules, you still have those problems. And while we can't do a lot about the federal side of things, uh, other than to invite our um, uh, our federal representatives into this process, which we are doing, have done, and we'll continue to do. What we can do is, if you can think of this, kind of drop uh, a circle over a community. In this case, the pilot's happening in Snohomish County around several manufacturers, because I feel so strongly about that three-legged stool and the role of the production sector uh, to provide hope and opportunity for the middle class. We dropped uh, that circle over Snohomish County, over uh, several manufacturers, and are looking at their permitting uh, experience and processes and look at the layers of permitting from the local, from the city, the county, the state, and then to to also put that in context of of the federal requirements, of course, but to focus in that area where we can truly make a difference and see where we can find um, ways to take those multiple um, permit needs from those various jurisdictions and align them so that perhaps where they are duplicative one could simply be eliminated. They could use the same process for both. How amazing would that be? And every and to take really a, a formal analysis of how we can align and improve the, the customer service, both at the f- local and state level, and then hopefully use what we learn there to leverage our influence at the federal level.
0: Sure. Um, so... There's been several pieces of legislation passed. There's been several performance audits. The business community and others have identified uh, a number of issues. What are the impediments of making this happen, of making this whole system work better than it is now?
1: There are a few. Uh Uh, Let's start with um, bureaucratic cultures and and things have been done one way for so long in the legislature. And so how do you break through those molds? And one of the things that has been encouraging is that in the beginning, I faced a lot of resistance from a number of people in the agencies who couldn't see how we could do it better. Because I think the mindset you identified early on in this interview was about, well, does this mean a degrading of our standards? The answer is no. It means being able to achieve them more quickly, more efficiently, in a more cost-effective way with a benefit to our customers of more certainty and reduced cost to achieve them. That's what we're talking about. So we have, uh, as we've worked on these, we had a lot of resistance initially from those who uh, had that mindset. I believe we're seeing within the agencies a, a sea change, which is encouraging to me. We have a long ways to go, but more people are at the table. Uh, and that's, that's what we need. We've got some great folks within the agencies who have captured the vision. Uh, we did a, we did a, 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 a tough piece of legislation several years ago for three agencies who were not reviewing the old stuff on the books that were no longer uh, necessary because they had overlaid new rules. And we said, get it done. There was a lot of resistance, but you know what? it's beginning to happen. I had Department of Ecology is a great example of an agency that has come back to me and has really been making steps. We've got a long way to go, but making steps and trying to achieve this and uh, to to understand that they can do their job and provide customer service. So that mindset, um, making that change within the culture is enormously important. And uh, I think that's probably our greatest challenge.
0: Sure. Is it also fair to say that a challenge that the agencies have are their budgets, the resources they have to make changes?
1: You know, it is. And one of the things that we've had to work very hard on is helping them understand that by working with us, we free up their resources for their highest priorities. They, they want to be doing the right thing. Let us help you succeed. And I I believe that there are those who are really beginning uh, to see that vision. They're bringing some of uh, those who are perhaps more resistant um, with them on the journey.
0: It's a beautiful thing.
1: It's a beautiful thing.
0: Representative Smith, we are very grateful that you're here today, and we want to bring you back, if you're willing to come back, because you're doing some other exciting work as uh, uh, far as rare earth uh, metals and uh, that I'm aware of. Uh, you've had a real success that you celebrated with Senator Murray recently in termed, uh, terms of getting rid of derelict fishing gear out of Puget Sound, so we'd love to have you back
1: to talk about some of your other projects. Thanks so much. I'll look forward to it.
0: This is Lou Moore with the Washington Research Council, and here with me today has been Representative Norma Smith. And we're grateful that you joined us as well. Policy Today is a production of the Washington Research Council, dedicated to providing timely, credible research and policy analysis supporting economic vitality and private sector job creation. For more information, go to researchcouncil.org.